Hello, welcome to Free Your Children on WXRQ 1460 AM Christian Radio. I'm your host, Tiffany Boyd. Free Your Children's mission is to share the truth and love about all things education. There's a battle raging for the souls of our nation's children. I hope this ministry will equip you for battle. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Ephesians 6, 10 through 11. Tonight's show is sponsored by the Murfreesboro Pulse. If you're in the Murfreesboro area, you can pick up a copy or you can find them on Instagram, Facebook, or the com. That's B-O-R-O-P-U-L-S-E dot com. I am a monthly contributor to the Murfreesboro Pulse. And if you put in my name, Tiffany Boyd, and their website address, a page will come up with all of the articles that I have pinned to date. And of course, all those articles are about education. So I hope you'll take a look. WXRQ is now in all 50 states. Thanks to our Free Your Children friends and supporters. Thank you for continuing to support biblical education. If you're listening to Free Your Children or following me on Facebook or Instagram, because you can find me in all those in all those places, you can also find me at freeyourchildren at gmail.com. If you have questions, topics, or tips that you would like for us to talk about on the radio show, let me know. I would love to for you to reach out to me and let me know what you're interested in and the content that you would like to hear here at Free Your Children. If you are interested in sponsoring the show, you can email me. If you are not participating in a family Bible study, I highly encourage your family to start that. We, our family, is currently reading in the book of Jeremiah. So I know a lot of people sometimes may be a little bit intimidated by a family Bible study, but don't be. If you have a family that doesn't typically study the word together, I encourage you to start tonight. Just pick it up, open it up, and start with the book of Genesis. It's a great way to disciple your children, and it's what we're biblically called to do. So don't be intimidated. The Holy Spirit will guide you, and his words will be revealed to you through regular Bible study. I am so excited about our guests tonight. We have Tina Hollenbeck and Jenny Tetzner with us tonight to talk about the Homeschool Loft. The Homeschool Loft is a parent resource center in De Pere, Wisconsin, owned and operated by Jenny Tetzner and Tina Hollenbeck. Jenny and Tina each have two young adult children whom they homeschooled for their whole lives, graduating them all between 2019 and 2021, and they have always been open to how God might lead them to stay involved in the homeschool world for the long haul. From that desire and with their husband's blessings, they opened the loft in May 2021 and have simply been walking in faith with it each day since. At the loft's physical location, the ladies meet one-on-one with current and prospective homeschooling parents, host book clubs and discussion groups, hold workshops and seminars, and accommodate a curriculum viewing library. They also consult with parents via Zoom meetings and phone calls and host special events such as their recent one-day homeschool hiatus, and the Loft's podcast, the Homeschool Loftcast, extends the ladies' reach out into cyberspace, all with the goal of blessing the socks off homeschool parents near and far. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to have you here with us tonight on Free Your Children. That's Jenny, true. Tina's been a guest on <laughs> Free Your Children 
just recently, actually. And so I'm very excited to have you join us tonight. And I want to start with you. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about your personal homeschool journey, your families? Yes, sure. I have two children, Madeline, who is currently 19, and Noah, who is 21. And way back, I when Madeline was three, Noah was, um, he went to kindergarten at a public school. And I was teaching Montessori. Madeline was on the other, in the other room. And um, she just was not thriving at all. And one day I was at Noah's little concert at his school and it just, not even kidding. I never knew another homeschooler and it was just impressed upon my heart, homeschool the kids. And I thought, is this me? I mean, surely I wouldn't say this because I, I hated school quite frankly. (laughs) And, um, so I thought, ah, if this is truly from you, Lord, I'll know it because I'm going to go home and I'm going to tell my husband, babe, I think we should homeschool the kids. And so if he seems shocked or has any negative reactions whatsoever, maybe I'll know I'll get a good read. And, um, and when I say I hated school, I just mean that even back then there was this thing in me. I remember sitting in study hall thinking, I feel like I'm in prison. I would watch the guy across the street mowing his lawn and thinking, Mm -hmm. I wish I was out there. So if my husband would say, you're nuts. You didn't do well in school. We can't do this, but he was very receptive. Mm -hmm. And so I happened to go to the library and boom there, who would have known it, but there were a couple of homeschool books there, three or four something. Uh (laughs) And, um, yeah, we read them, researched it, research, research, and just did it. And when I say research, actually probably the law part of it, you know what I mean? To understand what, what we had to do because I felt comfortable. I mean, I really did. I, I probably should have been more skeptical, you know, but nope. <laughs> I just felt like it was a thing. That's great. You felt like yeah. the Lord was leading you to do it and he'd lead you through it, right? Yes. 100%. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, could you tell us either you or Tina, whoever wants to answer, could you tell us a little bit, a bit about the homeschool laws in the state where you reside? Should I take that one, Jenny? You betcha, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny knows them very well as well, but I wrote some articles about it to help homeschoolers here. So we're in Wisconsin and Wisconsin, I would say is one of the best states in which to homeschool. Um, It's not the perfect state. If I were to choose the best state, I would choose Oklahoma Mm -hmm. because Oklahoma has the right to homeschool written into their state constitution. It's the only state that has that. So um, I'm not playing favorites here, but in Wisconsin, all we have to do is file a very simple form once a year when our children are age six through 18. Um, It does not even include their names or birth dates or any personal identifying information about them other than their gender, which is hilarious in today's day and age, (laughs) and, um, and a rough age range. Once we do that, we are literally left alone to educate our children as we see fit. There are some parameters written into the law, but they're very basic. If you're just a common sense human being, you're going to to do it. You're going to educate your kids in math, reading, science, social studies. It's just going to be normal, even if you don't separate the subjects. And that's in our law. And then it says educate them for at least 875 hours a year. But I've done the math on that. And if we follow the way it was written, we get 4,000 hours a year without even thinking about it. So, <laughs> so literally we file that will form and we, the, the bureaucrats do not have a legal right to ask us anything. We just go about our merry way until we file the form the next year. 
That's great. I'm glad you clarified that for our listeners because homeschooling varies widely depending on the state that you live in. And we just recently have Linda, had Linda Murphy on as a guest um, and several other people that live all over the United States to speak about, you know, homeschooling and, and the laws in their state. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the first things that parents need to really familiarize themselves with if they are intending on homeschooling is finding out, you know, and familiarizing what the law says in their state. Absolutely. Now, tell us a little bit about the homeschool loft. How did it come about? You go for it, Jenny. Sure. <laughs> um, probably, I don't even know. I probably exaggerate here, but let's just say a month into homeschooling. <laughs> <laughs> I, we were hooked. We just, I knew we knew this would be the thing. I mean, it was, I was reclaiming my own education, seeing and just being mm-hmm. a family. Mm-hmm. And we would, um, just every day I thought, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I want to do this. And really the Lord just impressed it in my heart early that somehow, some way this would be our thing. We wouldn't just graduate the children and then go on our merry way. And we had a desire to do it, but the kiddos were still obviously, you know, learning. And right. so Madeline was coming up to when she would be all finished with the Tetzner Academy. And, (laughs) um, it was at that point where we had been kind of looking around. There happened to be a a space that we saw a for rent sign in the window, which is located right downtown in our little town. And so we called, we got it. And Madeline was still homeschooling. And we didn't really know what it was going to be, but we just trusted the Lord that it would be something. So we um, moved in. And when I say moved in, I just mean we set up shop in there. Madeline would do some of her studies and then she graduated. Mm-hmm. I was off of Facebook. So I was really out of the whole realm of reality for a quick second. And it was beautiful. <laughs> I wouldn't and call that reality. I don't even know how this thing is going to go about, but, um, my husband said, if you want to do this thing, you need to, um, get back onto Facebook. And I said, I can't. And he said, unless you're going to go door to door. So I got back onto Facebook, put a question out there to see, you know, cause the schools had shut down and we were praising that. And I was thinking, where, where is everybody with this? What is this? So, you know, if I hang a shingle in the window, I can promise you the masses will come. So there was a woman who had responded back to me, um, curious about homeschooling. And she said that she had talked to Tina Hollenbeck mm-hmm. and that, that was it. The record came to a screeching halt. And I thought, <laughs> Tina Hollenbeck, I don't know her well, well, we ran the same homeschooling circles a little bit, but I knew that her passion was equally just like mine, that mm-hmm. she was in this thing more than just being the mom and graduating your kiddos. So we, we kind of went into this thing just truly hanging the shingle. Mm-hmm. Although Jeff, her husband did all the great work. for well, That's and, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Two. You two had been friends throughout your homeschool journey, but no, I guess this is when you yeah. really got to know one another. That's right. That's okay. exactly right. Okay. Yeah, we so, knew who each other was. Right. I was yeah. doing some one-on-one consulting with people. And of course I had my database, the homeschool resource roadmap, but that mm-hmm. was, you know, that's a virtual thing. It wasn't necessarily in green Bay. Right. Um, but like Jenny said, I also, the Lord just said to me early on, and especially, I guess, when I started the roadmap, um, be a Titus two homeschooler, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're almost done. You're done now. 
this is not just for the season of my life with my own children. So I was out there kind of doing things, just meeting at uh, restaurants for coffee. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then he had this space and it was, it was perfect. Now this was all coming to fruition during COVID, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. I, yeah, I, it was crazy how it, it was such God's thing. I mean, yeah. I know we say this and we say it and we say it, but mm-hmm. you, you just can't make this up, this course that he, yeah. he brings you in because we did, we didn't open up because they shut down. We wouldn't have done it up anyway. and then they shut down. Yeah. Right. And so we were celebrating. We thought, well, well, this is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> this that's... is going to bring the people for sure. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Did yeah. you find that that was the case? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was people who you know, it's the same story that they would, you know, they're doing it because they saw a glimpse into what was really happening. You know, the teachers right. couldn't even get on the zoom thing, which I say that, but you, I'm equally as terrible with the whole thing, but <laughs> um, they were seeing the reality, right? right? And so they thought, Hey, no, it's corrupt. We're getting them out. Let's go. Let's go to the homeschool loft and take and it, from it there. there. Wow. That's great. That's fantastic. Now tell me a little bit about how the loft works. Are services free for parents or? Yes. At this point, okay. um, everything that we offer is free. Now I'm going to back that up and say, we're, we're talking about how to monetize some things, but mm-hmm. um, we have one-on-one appointments, which I think is probably Jenny, um, you'd agree are probably one of our biggest cornerstone because for sure. um, we probably offer I don't know, 10 appointment slots during the week. Uh-huh. Um, and we just take turns and we have a scheduling app. And if somebody wants to come in and meet with us, one of us is, you know, on duty. Um, if they can't meet during our pre-scheduled hours, we'll very often be able to arrange something else. Um, mm-hmm. But we, we will just meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're new to homeschooling, we'll answer their questions. And we've done it probably a thousand times in the last mm-hmm. year, but we'll answer them again. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if they're kind of experienced, but they're moving to a new phase, let's say they're getting ready to have some high schoolers and they're kind of scared right? We'll do that too. And, um, so we do other things and Jenny can talk about that, but I think that's probably the cornerstone element that we're, we're just yeah. there to answer people's questions. Yeah. Right. What do you, what are some of the most common questions you get about homeschooling? Oh gosh. I would say, (laughs) well, I I feel like here's the biggest, I mean, there's so many, but when they come, you know, it just depends on their situation. But if most of them, the first question is what's the curriculum, how do, how tell me what curriculum to use. (laughs) I want to do this, even though they have really no concept sometimes of of how everything works. So we always talk about it. And I know Tina has that amazing homeschool resource roadmap, but um, the thing is, is, you know, we always say, let's talk first the family let's mm-hmm. talk about the atmosphere of what's even happening and so that's always a big one i mean but there's yes, so many that it, yes i feel like that's the biggest actually focal point of homeschooling in general and and one that oftentimes especially new homeschool families they don't even realize um, how important family dynamics are going to play into yeah. homeschooling. I said from the beginning when COVID started that it was a blessing in the aspect that it was really causing parents to take a look at what their children were being taught, what was going on in schools. And it was also because in our area, I'm not sure how it was in, in your area where you live, but in our area, a lot of the schools closed. So the kids had to come home. So, you know, this was likely the first time that Mm -hmm. many parents had their children at home, their school age children at home during school, regular school time. 
So it it was really an avenue to the restitution of the family unit. And so I'm glad you brought that up because focusing Mm -hmm. on on the family and the structure of the family and the dynamics of the family is, is the cornerstone of what, you know, it's God first and then family. Um, and so that's, I'm sure you see that a lot at the law. Yeah. Well, and I think that was the, that is the eye opener once they Uh come home is that, I mean, it's so unfortunate, but they don't know how to be a family. I mean, these parents haven't raised their children. Some of them. Right. And so that is the very essence. And it is definitely a getting to know each other is the beginning and seeing how, but yeah, there are so many dynamics. And even though we call ourselves the homeschool loft, I mean, it, it's so much more, you know, it's oh, serious yes. stuff. Right. And yes, so absolutely so many aspects of that, you know, it's a mission. It, uh, it's it a is. ministry that you have there. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, What are some of the biggest misconceptions that you think parents have coming into homeschooling if they're new to it? Hmm. Well, I think one of them is they, because Wisconsin in particular is, has such low regulation, Mm -hmm. they're really shocked that they don't have to answer to public school people. And that when I remind them that according to the law, they are a legal administrator of a little tiny private school. And that's literally what our law says. They can't believe it. You know, they're they're like, wait, 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 no, who, who do I have to, do I have to test? Do I have to do this? And they, uh, you know, they don't know how to really parent and be a family. They don't know how to take authority over their family. Um, Mm -hmm. Jenny talks about this all the time. They don't know how to hold office in their homes or, or they think that the school people are their bosses. Right. It shocks them when they realize, no, it's just the opposite. Right. Exactly. Well, now have you not heard the one, the, the biggest misconception? Do you not get the question about socialization? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, gosh. I think we do, but not as much as curriculum. It's interesting. Oh, wow. Okay. It is true. The curriculum thing is just an overwhelming, you know, and some of them, I feel like they're approaching this thing because they're desperate. It's so interesting lately. And I probably, we went to dreamt, you know, I was thinking, oh Lord, this is going to be so great. We're going to chit chat homeschool and all the wonderful flowery things. Mm -hmm. And then the world went visible for us all to see it. Right. Right. But they come in and they're just like, give me the, I don't even think they're, they're not even thinking about it. Like Mm -hmm. a home, Tiffany, like you're saying, right. Like a family Uh it's give me the curriculum. What are we going to use? Hook me up with Tina so she can help me. And how do we do this? And then (laughs) let me begin. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to go do an Etsy shop over here and I'm going to do these things. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. So much more. Yes. Now tell us what, what services you offer. I know that's kind of a loaded question because you offer a lot of things, but what could parents expect to, to get from the loft? What, what types of help? You want to take that Jenny? Sure. Well, obviously the main one there that we talked about is just um, the consultations. Right. And we we currently do not charge for those, um, but we are looking to monetize a little bit it is all, all consuming and all encompassing. Absolutely. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. And so um, we also do, um, Tina does a parent group, which is called the Lofty Guild. Oh. And so 
talk about that, Tina. Talk about your Lofty Guild because that's a good one. So last year, it was just a monthly gathering where just kind of hang out with other homeschooling parents. It was not just Tina or Jenny. Um, right. And, and so it was just very informal. And, you know, one month we had like five or six moms and one teenage daughter and a couple of them brought their knitting and we just talked and had a good time. Um, this fall, because it's such an all consuming question, uh, I've been doing a series on how to homeschool through high school. Uh-huh. And it's just a once a month thing. And that has been really well received. And I think I'm going to continue that in the spring, like just for sure, like every term, I'll do one session on that. Right. Um, yeah. But it's just an informal way. And it's you don't have to sign up ahead of time, you come if you want to, you don't have to come every month. Um, but that's been really neat. Um, Jenny, and she's going to tell you about this. She's the queen of book clubs for to be proud of. I want you to tell the audience about both of those. Oh yeah. So, um, we have what's called lofty readers on Tuesdays, although we've been on kind of a hiatus with that just because I've been doing my own endeavors, but we're going to bring that back. And that's where we just have moms come in. We have a book as a focal point and it's Mm -hmm. not even so much, you know, one of the things is they're so focused on the children and I get it. We were there too, right? um, that we're not educating ourselves as parents. Mm -hmm. And so we want, you know, we know that as moms, if you want to convince people, you know, you ought to have an answer when somebody asks you about this homeschooling journey, you know, they talk about not being you know, not being confident but the more that you read, the more that you discuss with other moms and, and families, the more you're going to feel confident about this. So we just meet on Tuesdays. That's what we do. We just pick a book, uh-huh. talk about it, and it's a blast. And that's really hands-on. They they get to be good friends with each other um, and build those relationships. And then just recently, not long ago, we started just a book, a family book club. So we give the title. We say what we're going to read. Mm-hmm. They read it as a family. We give them some time to do that. And then we bring the book to life somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I pick a location. We just did Charlotte's web and we met at a farm Yeah, and there's no age group. It's come as a family. And we bring that story to life as an adventure to get kids just excited about the story. So we have parents say, well, is, you know, is my, my son's 10, is he going to be too old? Or my, my son's five, is he old enough? And we say, we don't, there's no age groups. Yes. This is family life. This is home. Mm-hmm. We don't put anything in boxes. We come and it's contagious. That's yes, what we, we do there. We do that too with our local homeschool group and it is phenomenal. So yes. I really love okay. that. That's fantastic. And we've done a couple little speaking engagements around here, which has been a it's my favorite thing to do just because I love people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and our what podcast, else do we do, Tina, what? we have our podcast. Yes. Oh yes. We have a podcast. Uh-huh. That's, that's the best. Yeah. That's very <laughs> informative. That's a great way, you know, to be able to reach a lot of people with a lot of encouragement and support. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me about your homeschool hiatus that you had recently. <laughs> that was that was Jenny's brainchild. She was like, Tina, we have to do this. We have to, we have to. And I'm like, all right. Um, and so we ended up choosing a one-day event. It was like six hours. Um, mm-hmm. we found a really sweet little local restaurant that has an event space, and they let us use their space for the day and gave us amazing food and service. And we had what 24 ladies who came to that. 
And this time, Jenny and I just took turns basically doing uh, little talks through the day yeah. um, and, and encouragement sessions and having them brainstorm with each other around the table. So again, building those relationships with each other. Um, right. and one of our other friends who's a homesteader and a homeschooler, she gave a talk during the afternoon. Um, we had a panel discussion. So it was a lot of little sessions with breaks for food and fellowship in yeah. between. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a wonderful day. Yeah. It that's seems fantastic. like it's, it seems like, you know, that's what they're hungry for Yes, is really just to, you know, ask all the questions and right. be around other people. And so hopefully in the future, you know, we're looking to, um, change things up a little bit and that's kind of on the agenda. So it'll be yeah, and it helps them build a community too. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely. Sure. Yes. Yeah, well, and we have a couple of really gr- amazing homeschool groups in our area, mm-hmm. um, and they plan, both of them plan a gazillion activities for kids, yes. but right. um, the, all the people who are running those groups are currently homeschooling their children. So their yeah. time and energy to answer questions to other parents is limited. Right. And that's why, you know, we do the things with the kids. Cause we know if we do something with the children, the parents will come and then they'll see, Oh, maybe I could talk to Jenny or Tina one-on-one, but they maybe won't do that first. Right. Right. Um, but we're not here to replace the homeschool groups because they do that very, very well. We just yes. be able to be that parent education piece. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, how can the community find you? How can they find the loft? Do you have a Facebook page? We do. We okay. have um, the homeschool loft Facebook page. We, we get a lot of traffic there. A lot of people that say, when we ask them, how did you find out about us? Mm-hmm. And then we also have a website, which is, um, homeschoolloft.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, those that's are where they can, nice. they can reach out by email or our phone number there. That's um, right. And we and don't I'm- just talk to people in our area. We can do Zoom talks. I talked to a lady yes. in Minnesota not long ago. So if yeah. they wanted to schedule a time with us and they live in Tennessee, they could do uh-huh. that too. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Exactly. And I'll post the links over on my For Your Children page to all of these ladies' information so that you can reach out if you have questions and want to contact them. That information will be there where you can easily find them. What would be your biggest piece of advice for new homeschoolers or someone considering homeschooling? I would say this. Here's my biggest piece of advice. You're the parent, (laughs) and so you're enough. You're the parent and it's your job. You're the parent. And so you ought to raise up the children that you chose to have. You're equipped and you're enough. Amen. That's correct. Very good. What about you, Tina? You know, honestly, I would say just do it. I I hope Nike doesn't sue me for saying that, but (laughs) um, people want to have all their ducks in a row. And I don't know if we talked about this last time, Tiffany, my nickname is Rutina. So I get it. However, that's not how parenting works, no. right? And right. God calls. And if you're a parent, he's called you to homeschool. Mm-hmm. There is nothing in the Bible that says, send your children to government employees for education. That's right. We right. could really justify a Christian school, but that's questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, he calls you as the parent. If you are a parent, you are called to educate and train up your children. And that's not just, you know, Bible stuff. It's everything. Right. So do and it I'm, and trust yes. him to lead you step by step. Yes. Absolutely. Well, you know, I recently had a conversation with someone about private Christian schools. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of parents don't realize is that typically private Christian schools are teaching from a theological standpoint based on 
you know, whatever theology they subscribe to. And Mm -hmm. a lot of parents, they don't necessarily even know theologically what they believe. So a lot of them don't check to see what is being taught, even in Christian schools. And you hear a lot, you know, people start asking, what about this school? What about that school? You usually hear them speak about academics and athletics, but rarely ever do you hear anyone speak about the theology that the school is actually going to be teaching their children. And that's important for Christians to understand that because if it's a theology that your family doesn't necessarily subscribe to, that's what your children are going to be learning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we, Tina and I actually spoke about that. And, and I think that's one of the things that Christian parents, um, they don't really connect the dots sometimes with that is yeah. that even if you're sending your child to a Christian school, just because it says Christian in name, you need to be really careful about abdicating your responsibility to others. Yes. Yes. That's well, good. ladies, uh, you have a fantastic resource there. I'm going to have all of your information linked to my Free Your Children page where people can find you. I want to thank you for joining me tonight. It's been wonderful. I know that your homeschool loft and your podcast is a blessing to so many people. And I want to thank you for all the work that you do. I also want to thank the Murfreesboro Pulse for sponsoring tonight's show. You can find the Pulse at Borough, B-O-R-O, Pulse, P-U-L-S-E dot com. I am also available for one-on-one homeschool counseling, both in person and via Zoom in person if you're local in, in my area. For anyone considering homeschooling or those currently homeschooling that may have questions or need support, you can find me at freeyourchildren at gmail.com. I want to leave you with this tonight. The student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Luke 6, 40. Parents, please think about who is teaching your children. And I would encourage you to assume the biblical responsibility to teach and disciple your own children. You can do it. God equips. And we love you here at WXRQ. But God loves you so much more. Good night and God bless.